Welcome to the Hazel Rockets podcast, the number one golf podcast for new product launches, interviews with industry experts, golf trends, and more. Here are your hosts, Jen, Ken, and Bill. Hey, I'm Jen. I'm Ken. And I'm Bill. And we want to welcome you to this week's The Hazel Rockets podcast. Catch us each week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on Morton Golf Sales' YouTube channel. This week, we have Woody Woodworth from Loudmouth. He's the founder in the house, and I know we're looking forward to uh, seeing him in studio here in a few minutes. It's going to be awesome getting some background on that. Yeah, I'm excited. You guys excited? And if you guys can't tell, this is our Halloween episode. Um, yeah. What, why are you... Why can't they tell? Or why well, would they if, tell? if you're just listening, you might not be able to tell. But um, uh, and then we did bring croissants. Croissants. I think we talked about that last time. Yeah, right? we needed For our international uh, viewers yeah. and listeners. We have some extra people. Uh, let's see, what countries do you guys know? We have uh, France is still kind of our leading our leading country. So woohoo! Shout out. Um, we have Israel, Germany, Australia, uh, United Kingdom. Uh, uh, lots of countries that are, have been tuning Super into us, so that is very exciting. Um, so yeah, thanks everybody. Thanks for giving us a listen. What should we talk about during this? I could uh, jump in, and I met with a new vendor that's kind of an old vendor in Lynx Golf. Um, Lynx Golf. Yes, wow. so, that is a name I haven't heard yeah. in. Uh, okay, I don't really want to say because that's going to be yeah, me. Decades, probably. I mean, don't we, say decades. Bill and I remember when Freddie Couples, you know, right. was wearing his Lynx hat playing in the the uh, Masters. The Masters. And, yeah, I mean, how long ago was that? Is this, are we talking eighties or nineties? That was kind of its heyday. Yeah. Was in the eighties, and uh, it went through a series of sales. Um, They're still in business. They were out of business, but then uh, surprisingly, a company in Europe purchased them out of the UK. And for the last seven years, uh, Lynx has been operating really um, uh, profitably and growing at a very fast pace over in Europe and in the UK. And um, they had been talking about coming to the U.S. market for the last couple years. But as of June this last year, they finally uh, uh, made a home in Texas, and that's going to be their U.S. operations. Um, tons so what of, do they do? So tons of cool brand names are coming back, like Predator and black cat and parallax and it's kind of positioned as um kind of a value play you know the irons will start in the 300 dollars range and go up to maybe five six hundred dollar range so it's kind of a kind of a mid price point are um, they out now or are they, they are out, out they are out now and then there's a whole bunch of new products coming in in february and what i thought was kind of cool it's kind of positioned more for um the the weekend golfer with a lot of game improvement stuff. They do have a couple forgings and stuff, but the I think the heart of the line is going to be um, for better so players. So is this sort of more of a big box retailer, or is it for the pro shops? At first, it's going to be more the big uh, box retailers um, in in kind of that way, but with um, their evolution, I think they're going to be in more and more green grass stores. We're going to be their very first green grass uh, facility that's going to be carrying the product in the springtime. In the country? In the country. Wow. Yeah. So Are we going to have it on Morton uh, Golf Sales? We will be carrying the product. Uh, it'll be um, probably early in 2020, but this ball actually I thought was kind of interesting. Okay, so for our listeners, this ball is what? A Lynx golf ball, and then Bill is holding an AI golf ball, which is their junior golf ball. But it's 15% lighter than a regular ball. And I have a Titleist Pro V1 in my hand. I'll give you 
Is this oh, the high get. fly? I mean, what's... So the, it's designed for really folks that have a really low club head speed to be able to get the ball up in the air and have a really high trajectory. That's mm. fun. Noticeable difference. Obviously, viewers and listeners can't yeah. tell, but trust I don't me, know if it, I is, can tell. it is lighter. And, oh, yeah, and it by is having a it, lot lighter. It is a lot lighter. It's, it's 15% lighter. And USJ, you can have a ball as light as you want, um, but in, in as actually in as big as you want, it just can't be under a certain size or weigh more than uh, a certain amount. So um, their their goal is for folks that have a you know 65 or 70 mile an hour club head speed or lower, this is going to be a ball that's going to be able to have them get much higher trajectory and hopefully carry the ball out a little farther uh, when they just, you know, when they're not getting a lot of club head speed on the ball. So I, th I thought it's kind of fascinating. So is it new to market or has it been out? It, no, it's new to market. It won't even be out till February 2020. Do so, you know a price point? Uh, they will run about $20 a dozen. So is it, so is, so the, is this, a, okay, the one in my hand, it says AI, is it a junior ball? That's the junior golf ball. And then the one that Bill has in his hand Roots. now says High Fly. Is that just that, the name of it? That's the model name, yes. Okay. Yeah. Hmm, so, interesting. Yeah, kind of fascinating, I thought, so. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Um, it's Halloween. I feel like we should be telling Halloween stories. Do well, we? We got a good one yeah. that we all lived. We all lived it. Are we, yeah. do, are we, do we want to tell it? Yeah, so you can tell the condensed version, I think. Probably. Yeah, yeah. All right. So ninety-one, probably. 90, Why are all these stories so long <laughs> ago? Why are you telling the year? I don't know. It's that's about the year it happened. I think it was the degrees outside. Yeah, time, exactly. Right? Uh, so I'll I'll start, and you guys can kind of weigh in. So my uh, family that uh, has a uh, Italian division up the family tree called the Catamateries, and they have a uh, ranch house in the small community of Calaveritas, which uh, if you look on a map, you won't ever find it because it's population like five people. And But it's outside of the town of San Andreas, which is kind of in the foothills of, of gold country in California. And uh, this house was built in the 1870s, um, had a water tower that actually fed the house by gravity still. And um, when we all grew up, my grandmother, uh, it had been passed down uh, through the family um, and my grandmother had inherited it from her Uncle Dave Katamatari. And the rumor has it when we all grew up that Uncle Dave haunted this house. Okay, so the rumor was that there was buried gold on the property. And we wanted to go find the gold. And that when we would initially go up there, the basement, which was all dirt, someone had gotten there before us and it was all dug up. Like legitimately, it was all dug up. Yeah. And there was a gold mine on the property. And um, I mean, I think we still have some of the gold that had been taken out of the gold mine. I mean, this yep. is like a legit. Yeah, now when you say we have some of the gold, it's like. It's, it's know, dust. about that much. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not like a great gold mine. Right. I mean, and this isn't the actual key, but I mean, to get into the house, there was an actual skeleton yeah. key yeah. that you use to open up the the house. It was spectacular. And I've mentioned before that one of my little side gigs is I'm a ghost hunter. Um, I have an actual ghost hunting um, paranormal thing that I do on the side. So I think that this was like my start of that like love and passion yeah. was going to this house all the time. So we were on a double date. Bill was with his bride, Angie, now and date. What date back then. 
Um, and we were going to go up and have dinner up at the ranch house and Picnic. tell stories. So Bill had these old Time Life books that were awesome uh, that had all these scary, scary stories, stories in a storm. Right. And so the goal was that we were going to... Yeah. Bill take over. Yeah. No, and, I mean, Kenny's doing a great job. I'm just reliving all this. <laughs> go for it. What happened, <laughs> well, Bill? It's probably important for us to relay how much Angie loves scary things at this point in time, too. Oh, how so. much? Not at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... But no, the, the atmosphere, like Kenny's been saying, it, it, you couldn't uh, create something at a, in a scary movie any better than the house. Old and creaky, skeleton key to get into the front door. Um, Long, super tall, narrow hallway. Right. Um, just scary rooms. You, and you could, you could lose sight of each other if you went down one hall. The kitchen was over, I think, to the left, if I remember. Yeah. There was a back porch that you could go out and disappear that had a swinging door right the gate that made the sounds i mean it just it was all set up like wow this this place if it isn't haunted it should be because it was it was pretty scary yeah um but we we're all enjoying kind of the meal and just the fun until the sun went down and uh then i i i don't know if it was mostly our imagination that took over i mean it certainly was part of it but uh one of the things i remember the most was and again this is I think we talked about decades before um, the crop of scary movies that we've had out in the last few years, but there was one room, don't ask me why, that had a picture of a nun hanging on the wall. I mean, the most austere, yeah, scariest nun. 120 years later from when the house was built, there's this nun picture, and when you moved in this room, her eyes, eyes were going right along with everywhere. you. <laughs> it was the creepiest it was like, picture. It was like the haunted mansion at yeah, Disneyland. Pretty much, totally. yeah, pretty much. Only this was real. And it was like... And why would anyone put that in the picture? Why would that picture be up there? Like why? That? Better question, why were we in there looking at the picture? Why were we getting our uh, wits scared out of us? But yes, that was uh, one of the things I can still picture it very vividly right now. I can see. I can yes. absolutely see that. that so this, this, hall, or this house had a big, long hall from the front door all the way to the back door. And... It literally was a straight line. So and there was there was a bedroom on one on, side. Actually, on both sides. And I think there's like a some, dining room or something. And then there was three naked light bulbs that were uh, on the hallway that actually lit the hallway. Cool so strings. when we opened the the skeleton door and and went inside, I flipped the switch and there's three lights that come on down the hall. And as we walk in underneath the first one, the light bulb flickers and it goes out. And we keep going down the hallway, and as we get farther along, a second light goes out over our head. And at this point, Angie's freaking out because she's heard all the family stories and all that kind of stuff. And so we finally get back to the back uh, kind of living quarters where there's a big uh, potbelly stove that heats the house back there. And we're starting to get out food, and Bill's breaking out his books and all that kind of stuff. And a third light, the only other light in the whole house, goes out, and it is black i mean black you can't see your hand in front of your face black and we had brought two big floodlights and kind of shine them up towards the uh the ceiling it was super cool you guys it was so it was so scary yeah. fun. <laughs> angie's wanting to go home about this time and uh i did a, too and there's a bat <laughs> i remember there's a bat that was oh yeah that's right remember yeah. there's yeah. a bat that was nesting within five minutes both of the floodlights flicker and go out and so now we've had five flashlights and or light bulbs go out and it we haven't been in the house 10 minutes tops and angie's done she wants no part of this house anymore we can't hardly even find our way back out of the house so what about the 
running around the side. Yeah, well, so so Bill and Ange, uh, we let them out the back door, and there was a porch that went all the way around the house. And Angie wants back in the car. I remember that vividly. And Bill, you know, as a gentleman, goes with her. And then... Uh, <laughs> Not because he's scared. So we have to lock the back door and the front door. So Jen and I lock the back door and lock the outside door that went to the uh, the um, water tower. And then you hear footsteps. Clear as day. I, and I can't describe them. Um, and so she being run the, around to the other side because yeah. I can't, the door's locked. I can't yeah. get through. Being the nut job she is, she runs around the other side trying to see what the footsteps are. And so, literally, the porch goes all the way around the house. Jennifer runs around to the other side, and I'm following her. And there's the nothing there. And the door we had literally just locked is now blowing in the wind again. Swinging right by And I door. have no explanation for it. And we. Unless there is a real person there. Yeah. And then we locked the door and uh, got in the car. And I think we ended up eating dinner in Jackson or something like well, that. Well, I remember we couldn't. The, the, the gate wouldn't open. Yeah, remember? right. Remember? In the front, there was like a picket fence around <laughs> and there was like a scary movie. We couldn't yeah. get out. We're trying to get in and it won't open. We're trying to rush. So, yeah. It was... So, the craziest part of the story we even went is that night. So, my grandma owned the house. And so I. Um, I called her late that night and said, uh, Grandma, I want to let you know that the next person up to the house, all of the lights are out and they're, you know, whomever is going to need to get a ladder and actually replace the light bulbs. And she said, well, call your cousin Steve. He's actually coming up there tomorrow. they were like 10 foot yeah, ceilings. They were they super, were, they super were high. And so I do just as she asked. I call my cousin Steve and he's like, no problem. I'll replace the lights. And I get a call late that next day from Steve and said, I went in, I flipped the light switch on, and all of the light bulbs were working. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so that's our that's our ghost story. I, I can't explain it. Kind of weird. I know. I so wish we still had that house. Yeah. That was fun. I know you guys went back, but Angie and I never went back. So <laughs> that was... It was a really, really cool house. Yeah. Uncle Dave clearly didn't want us there. Love that house. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, one other topic. William Murray. Okay. Uh, we have a new clothing line that just arrived in our brick and mortar store of Hagen Oaks Golf Super Shop. Um, I know, Bill, this has been created quite the buzz uh, inside the store. So, Bill Murray and his five brothers have started a new line. And it's not necessary. And we're not like promoting it just for the store. I just thought it was a cool, yeah. um, just a really cool clothing line. And, and, um, and so I kind of wanted us to talk about it uh, uh, because no matter where you're you're listening to us from, uh, I think it's fun for you to maybe go check out because yeah. it's really a neat line. So it's called William Murray Golf. Yep, yep. And they um, so Bill Murray and his five brothers have started this new line, and, and we don't sell it on our uh, sponsor, sponsor. Yeah. on our sponsor side Yet. either. Yeah, might someday. But what's super cool is that every shirt ties back into one of Bill's movies. Um, so, like, the one I'm holding has... Okay, uh, the one we're holding is purple and has groundhogs, clocks, flasks... Uh, coffee cups. Golf balls and, yeah. and putters. And so it's totally surrounding Groundhog's Day. Groundhog Day! Day. Yeah. Great Which, movie. Just yeah. want to make it clear. I love yeah. Groundhog's Day. But uh, all the Groundhog shirts Day. have feature the Murray uh, Scottish plaid and the collars. And on the uh, 
Uh, the tip uh, of the uh, collar is a little green that uh, is supposed to be a hole of a green. Um, and uh, just super cool. I mean, it's a really cool, it's a flex fabric. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when you're swinging the golf club, um, this 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 fabric's really going to move with you. I'm like, hopefully I'm not stretching it out of shape. But, um, I mean, it's, I really, I really love the designs on this. Yeah. I really, I mean, it's really fashion forward in my opinion, but um, I think it's really a cool. Yeah, a I'm cool holding design. another one here that's uh, for our radio listeners there is navy with some flowers on it. This one's called Cinderella Story. And if you remember in Caddyshack with uh, Bill Murray swinging his... Playing Carl. Uh, yeah, playing Carl Spackler, the, the caddy, and, and killing all the flowers while ogling the, the oh, dirty these, old lady. Oh, are zinnias? Yeah. I think they're zinnias. But he was blasting the flowers into smithereens, so you've got a flower and Maybe then of our listeners a flower into smithereen. Yep, so. super cool. I know these uh, these just don't translate well for, um, for podcasts, but all these shirts are really cool. Check them out online somewhere, you guys. I think it would be really fun uh, if to get it for a gift or just to... To ask for um, yeah. William Murray golf, definitely a fun topic to uh, to yeah to explore. Um, fun logo for, too. It's, it's like rubberized on the hat. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, Billy, maybe you exp yeah, explain the logo of the company. Yeah, it just well, it, it's it's a, a silhouette of uh, Bill Murray. Uh, it says William Murray, um, and he, it's uh, yeah, like Jennifer saying, it's iconic. Him tossing the golf club. The club is separated from his hand. There's a club right next to him, but you can just can completely picture him tossing his club up in the air yeah, like he's, that. He's so, done that yeah. so many times at the yes. AT&T where his caddy's trying to catch it out of the air. Yep. Yep. So, super fun line. I'm loving it. It's, I yeah. think, kind of my favorite line right yeah. this second. It's created a big buzz in the, in the store, for sure. Yeah. So, it's not, it's new, it's new for us, but it's not new out on the, out on the... Uh, marketplace. Marketplace. So, yeah. I think you should go check it out. Um... I don't know. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about, or should we dive right in? I'm no, kind I of think we. I think we get our guests. All right. Um, we are going to have to take a little break. We're going to have to um, do our commercial early because we're going to have to rearrange the set a little bit. I'm excited. We have Woody Woodworth, uh, the founder of Loudmouth Golf, joining us today, um, and we're going to have to pause for our commercial break because we're going to have to rearrange the set. Well, and I have to. Uh, you know, excuse myself just for a moment. Being one of my favorite times of year, and uh, the other guest we had sitting behind Kenny there, uh, my friend and I need to go do some of my world famous scare pranks on a couple of the uh, team members here. Oh, so man. I'll be out for just a moment. Okay, awesome. you're gonna join us back though for oh, Jack Bergeroni, right? Yeah. All right. All right. We'll see you soon. See you soon. Hey, Bill here. I wanted to pause real quick to thank our sponsor, MortonGolfSales.com. Morton Golf Sales is the number one online retailer for all your golfing needs. From the newest clubs on the market to the classics that you can't find anywhere else, Morton Golf Sales has the best products and customer service at the lowest possible prices. Want to check out their huge online inventory of clubs, clothing, golf balls, accessories, and save 12% on your first order? Just use coupon code ROCKETS at checkout on mortongolfsales.com. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Today, we're so pleased to introduce Scott Woody Woodworth, the founder of Loudmouth Golf, who created what I think most of us would agree is the most recognizable or loudest golf clothing line on the market today. 
The brand was first launched in 2000. Yeah, 2000. And has grown internationally from the U.S. to Canada, Asia, Europe, and Australia, correct? And Japan. And Japan. There you have it. Uh, joining Woody today is Big Wave Dave Maneri, our local rep and also a personal friend. So nice. thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Uh, welcome to the show, gentlemen. Well, thank you. Uh, before we get to start just diving in with asking questions, I have to mention that your brand has to lend itself to super fans. And I'm going to mention that because we have one of your super fans who works at our store, Ed, who owns 144 pair. We were just mentioning it before the start. We started. just ran into him before we came yeah, in I here. I know, not 143, <laughs> not 145, but 144 pair yeah. of your loudmouth um, shorts and pants and um, et cetera. I mean, he is a super fan, super collector. And I, I would have to say that you are a brand that must lend itself oh, to yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And that makes me just super happy. You know, when I started it almost 20 years ago, I was the first super fan of anything loud I could get uh, a hold of. And when I, when guys started come up, coming up to me saying, where did you get those? And I got the idea. I said, you know, maybe I should make these for other guys like me. And there's guys like me out there. It's, I mean, it's just fun. I mean, I got the most comments at my, uh, my gym one day where I came in with a black pair of shorts and a gray t-shirt. That's when most people <laughs> talk to me and they said, wait a minute, what's going on? So once you do it and you enjoy it, you really have to keep doing it. Are, are you rivaling Ed in your uh, collection of, of loudmouth shorts and pants? Uh, I'm up there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over 100. There's definitely over 100. But I have some jackets, too. Yeah, there you go. I have some pullovers. I have, uh, you know, shoes. Yeah. You know, like the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. And there, there's so many fanatics out there. You yeah. know, when, when you're walking around, people will stop you on the street and take photographs with you or, or, or take photographs when you're not looking. My kids will go, hey, they oh, just yeah. took photographs. Yeah, that you. happens a lot. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, I don't worry about it. You know, we're having a good time. And I, and I think that's, that's, I think, a big deal. I mean, it's fun. I mean, you can't wear um, the clothing and not be in a good mood, I, I think is a really fun aspect of it. And I think it's also a brand that um, when it's on, you're like, oh, that's Loudmouth, which I, there's not a lot of companies where you're like, hmm, what, what brand is that? Um, I have some questions for you. Okay. Um, Loudmouth is definitely known for fun, bold, and colorful prints on the golf course. What was the inf inspiration for starting the company? Uh, I used to watch golf back in the early 70s, and that's the way those guys dressed. That's true. You know, this is not a new idea. I have some pictures of Johnny Miller and, uh, the, and Tom Weiskopf that are just really outrageous, totally outrageous, <laughs> but it wasn't outrageous back then. You know, I thought growing up in the 70s was great. I, you should have seen me in college. I had lapels out to here, you know. What I mean? <laughs> uh, so when I started playing golf more um, after my graphic design business was established in, you know, in the 90s, that's when golf was really about money, you know. I mean, all these people were starting to make, you know, Arnie never made a lot of money. Right. And those guys didn't make, but they started to make some big money in the 90s. And boy, the uh, attire was corporate too right. on the course and I thought you know that's not the way I remember golf being played and so I just had to make some pants on my own to be like those guys you know like I don't know Jackie Gleason and Bob Hope at Pebble Beach a long long time ago right yeah 
uh, Jack Lemon. That was more fun. And we uh, kind of went from Daffini to Dockers. Yeah. You know, and you know, if you look in the you know old seventies and sixties Daffini, yeah, those they they made those wild pants. Even Louis Pulitzer. Yeah. The, right. There you go. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Exactly. And that's I I just and then everybody was in khakis all of a sudden. All of a sudden. Yeah. And I, I brought it back. that were yellow. Yeah. You know, back yeah. in the seventies. So. Yeah. Um, and one of the things was I, I had to find some white belts. You had to have white belts with these kind of pants, yep. and there wasn't any white belts. I actually found some uh, importer in L.A. that the only white belts they had were female white belts. And I said, well, can you put more of a manly buckle on that? He said, sure. Are you sure? And I said, yeah, I need some white belts. And I couldn't keep those things in stock. Oh, so wow. back in the early 2000s, there weren't any white belts out there, and I sort of brought back the white belt, too. Yeah. And you look now, I mean, every, I mean, everybody has a white belt in their line. I mean, it's... Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So, I mean, you obviously had a had a hand in changing uh, the way golf fashion yeah, is today. A small hand. <laughs> I, would, I would say so. Um, John Daly might be the athlete that most people quickly associate with your attire. Mm -hmm. But what other athletes can be seen supporting uh, the Loudmouth brand? Well, I think the, the, mo the, the other most infamous... Uh, athlete or sport that we had a big influence in was curling. The Norwegian. Yeah. Yep. Curling. Yeah. Boy, what a story that was. Curling, I think, had been played for maybe, what, 1,500 years in black pants. <laughs> 1,500 years of black pants. That's 15 centuries. All of a sudden, these uh, crazy Norwegian curling team shows up in, in loudmouth pants. They didn't even know if they were going to be allowed to play in them. They had to go uh, up to the rules committee. You know, like, two or three days before the competition wow. uh, to point out that there was nothing in the rule book that said that you had to wear black pants. It was just, you know, understood, one of the unwritten rules. But since it was unwritten, yeah. they had to let him play. Not like Wimbledon with the white attire. It was, <laughs> yes, it right. gave him some freedom. Remember, Andre Agassi skipped Wimbledon this first year because he wasn't allowed to wear his uh, his fancy clothes. Yeah. So, But they did wear the fancy clothes, and boy, that was like, just a, a, a cyclone of activity. We, it was it was NBC crazy. Yeah, glommed onto that. And uh, you know, we ended up being in the Summer Olympics too with the uh, the Ball. U.S. Uh, beach volleyball team. Uh, Dolph so, Honor and and what was the other guy's name? Gosh, I'm just drawing a blank because yeah. I'm on TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So um, certainly that had to have just kind of created an influx of interest worldwide in the company when yeah. when all that you know. That's worldwide coverage, clearly. Right. Uh, I, I was at a, a show in uh, the MRK show in uh, Las Vegas, the apparel show. And uh, we were on, that morning, we were on a, the, the Today Show for like eight minutes. Wow. And eight minutes on a, a morning talk yeah. show on TV was is, is great. And I was watching it. I just couldn't believe it. I was still in the room. And then, so I got dressed and I went down to uh, go to our booth. And you're walking down a big hallway, right? And there's booths all the way. And everyone came out to the front of their booth. And as I was walking down, they were all going, hey, good job. Wow, I can't believe it. And it was like I was a, a, a movie star for just, well, 15 <laughs> minutes, right? There's your 15 minutes of fame right, right there. Right. That's so, super cool. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Now, over the years, you partnered with Major League Baseball, the NFL Dallas Cowboys, NCAA college teams, Hello Kitty. Um, I'm sure there's been more. Um, are there any licenses that you would like to work with in the future? Uh, we're, we're actually getting the licenses that uh, I want to work for in the future, but I can't say anything about it right now because okay. uh, the ink is not dry. But sure. yes, we've got some other sports coming out. I've been doing some uh, designs, you know, just these last two weeks. I've been uh, 
turning their logos into designs and that's going to be exciting too i think it'll do well in canada that's yeah. all i'll say all right perfect <laughs> i'm not going to say it and i but i'm like man you've got to get marvel i all i can see is iron man i'm like you i just like you know that's not a bad idea so you know the, cool. the very the very first <laughs> pair of pants that i ever made was uh, looney tunes i know uh and cool. i still have those bugs bunny pants uh, and yeah, that could be another one. But we did do SpongeBob. Yes. And oh. I just ran into one of your customers out in the store that says she can't wait to wear a SpongeBob <laughs> skirt because there's going to be a tournament coming up. We uh, we had a tournament with uh, uh, yeah, we a had. very well known um, sushi maker uh, locally who wore. Uh, they were uh, matching. I think they won our big first T Junior Senior tournament. Yeah. yeah. So he and his daughter both had uh, the, the SpongeBob, the SpongeBob. And then had found some SpongeBob hats that had literally SpongeBob sitting on top of the hat. It was so a very yeah. cool uh, yeah. sushi fish. Yeah, there you go. Believe it or not, back in two thousand, one of the, my first pairs of pants was sushi on the pants. Man, that would be awesome. Yeah. 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 I'd probably ask. So as you get a license. Um, are you solely responsible for the design on it and then you go back and present that for approval or do are they involved yeah. on the front end no that's how it works okay they, they, they give you their assets and okay I look through it all hundreds of pages of it and decide oh that would look cool that would look cool and i take them and i just put them together do you still do all of the de design yourself yes okay all the design myself that's awesome but in other areas we do custom work so anybody uh, can come right. and do whatever they want yeah if i you know I do have my own logo, but I could do my own Big Wave Dave pants. You know, we could do the Morton Golf yeah. pants, yeah. whatever we want. Yeah, low yeah, minimums that's too. So cool. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Super cool. Yeah, it's fun. We actually outfitted uh, the whole sales force uh, of a Japanese uh, home electronics firm. That doesn't get very much press out here, but I designed uh, the the shirts for the sales staff, even different. Uh, design for the service staff that goes out and repairs a HVAC, you know, and mm. it, it's the jackets, the paint. It's uh, yeah, really that's cool. Great, I'm waiting that's for a great idea. Yeah, I mean, waiting it, for Southwest yeah. or FedEx to, yeah. Give, yeah. Us, to give us a so call. You did waste management recently. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, we're outfitting so the big uh, Arizona tournament. I mean, that's crazy on the 16th. I know hole. that would be so. Well, cool. as you're trying to find, you know, make your staff recognizable in different environments, there's probably nothing you can do that would do that more than. I think it would them, be a great yeah. marketing thing, you yeah. know. Yeah. And the first airline that does it will have it. You know, JetBlue should call me. Southwest should call me. It's like, wow, look at those, those stewardesses. Oh, I can't say stewardesses anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Flight attendants. Flight attendants. Yeah. You know, dress so well. I mean, it would just make everybody happy. It would. Yeah. Uh, during, you know, and who doesn't need to be happy on a flight? It's exactly. not the best place to be, right? This time of year, or this time of yeah. yeah. Uh, when you first introduced your products on the market, how were they received? Because I know it was it was completely oh. different. From yeah, I mean, people were skeptical just people would would find me i actually had the only way people could find me was i had a 10 word i know it was 10 words because you paid by the word because it was a classified ad in the back of golf huh. digest uh and fortunately for me it was in the apparel section and i was in the only person in the apparel section and apparel starts with a so when you open the classified page after you were going through all the articles about how to improve your swing there it was the first ad was apparel, outrageous pants, and whenever I made a sale on the uh, website or the phone rang, I knew it was from that ad. Um, so, but then 
you know, when I, I got my business partner, we started to get sales reps and we started selling to stores. That was the most difficult part. I mean, if you were a store buyer and you saw this stuff for the first time when everything else on the floor was khaki right. or slate gray, right. like you're wearing yeah. right now. Exactly. Um, Foreign gray. Um, I mean, there weren't even white pants back then, no. okay? Not even white. Now, half the field is wearing white pants, but that was the hardest sell. No buyer was gonna you know, put those on the floor and then get called into the, off, the owner's office and say, what were you thinking about? <laughs> uh, so that's when, as soon as, uh, that was for about a year and a half, but then John Daly showed up. And then they, they couldn't keep appointments because they had so many appointments. Because he really made it legitimate. It's like, yeah, it is okay to wear these things. I'm John Daly, I wore them. I showed up on the Yahoo page, homepage, when I you know showed up in uh, the Raspberry Sherbet, first Argyle pants for men ever. Orange and pink, of course, and uh, and and that's really when it took off. When it started showing up in in stores. Let's but, talk about John Daly for a moment. How long has your? I have a couple questions. Though. How long has your partnership been with John Daly? Uh, about ten years. Ten years. Now. But the and interesting then, thing, Jennifer, yeah. is that he received the phone call at oh, the yeah. expo, right, back in two thousand eight, that John Daly was going to sign. That's so the, the Hagen Oaks Golf Hagen Expo. O that's our, our right. golf expo. Yeah, that's yeah. So cool. think about that. And That's the, pretty good. The yeah. reason uh, that we did that was uh, um, I used to make the pants here in America, which sounds great, you know, made in the USA, but really they were terrible pants. And I'm, I appreciate all those super fans back then that bought them regardless. It was just light cotton because I couldn't even print my own fabric back then because the minimums were so high. You can't just call up someplace and overseas and say, hey, I want 100 yards of this printed. Yeah. They right. don't even know what you're talking about. So, uh, we got the business partner, started making real pants made overseas. That's where they know how to make them apparel for sure. Uh, and I had to get rid of all this old inventory that I had from the USA made. And now we're making this jump to we're going to be in stores and the website's a lot bigger. So I came to Hagen Oaks with all this light cotton pants from the original uh, Loudmouth, just my own little website. And we were selling them. And, uh, we sold a lot of pants. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I sold a lot of pants out of that ten by ten booth. Yeah, and I we got a I got a phone call from my partner uh, later in the afternoon on Saturday, and I said, he says, John Daly said yes. Oh. And I, I knew that was big news. Did you, you did you recognize it at the time though? How, how massive it would be a change? No. Yeah. No, not at all. Uh, y you just don't know how much of an impact something like that will make because you haven't uh, experienced it before. Yeah. So um, we had sold through, I don't know, maybe half the stuff. But after we found out about that, I started telling some of the people around. They, they couldn't believe it. Like, they knew. Like, I talked to someone maybe from Adidas. Because I mean, they know what it means to have a real spokesman like that. And uh, <laughs> I went to our booth neighbors. And I said, you can have all these and just keep the money. Whatever you want to do with it. We didn't come back on Sunday. Yeah. I thought, you know. <laughs> Uh, I, I, might, I, I could stand to make like, I don't know, $425 yeah. for the rest of that stuff. And I'd have to stay there for 10, yeah. 10 more hours yeah, ten more hours, and put it all back in the car and, and bring it back home and then not know what to do with it. So, yeah, yeah, that all happened right here, like back in 2008, I think it was. That's amazing. That's cool so Hagen Oaks has a you know, big yeah. part in a lot about history. Yeah. How, how much does John uh, weigh in on, you know, colors and styles that he'd like to see? And he's, you know, he's very involved. He loves it. He, he's very meticulous about the way he dresses when he goes out to a tournament. I mean, his, 
shoes always matches pants his socks always matches shoes his shirt always matches he <laughs> i just showed up at uh silverado a couple weeks ago when he played at the safeway open uh, i was hanging out in in uh, the guest house that he was in and he's got eight pairs of sunglasses all different colors wow. to make sure that they match with uh, his outfit so you know he you know he's out there he says hey, hey woody hey brother how's it going you know i'm thinking i'm thinking red red's going to be really good for <laughs> you know for 2020 so he he I, you know he's like a closet apparel designer jd is that's he's cool. funny yeah. that's fantastic and actually it probably should be mentioned that uh, john has a sacramento connection too john was actually born in carmichael um, and, and was only here for a few years before his family moved to Arkansas, I believe. Yeah, I didn't right? even know that. So, wow. Yeah, yeah so he, he was actually uh, raised right here, maybe about 10 minutes away. So hmm. No kidding. Yeah. And when he and his son play in that father-son event, they, they're dressed they're they're identical, and it's just great. And <laughs> his son lots is of, Lots of good. Time. His <laughs> son can play. Does he have the same long swing that John has? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he got taught by uh, yeah. by his dad. Yeah, he can play. I know it's expanded now well past pants. You have a number of different licenses in other categories, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, shoes, uh, head covers, golf bags. Um, like six years ago, it was even wine and pet products and you know, towels, uh, linens. Uh, so that's... I even said in an interview, I was down in the city uh, at the Presidio, I did an interview for Cron, Channel 4, um, and I, you know, I just had these, you know, a few cotton pairs of pants, and, I, and the, the interviewer asked me, when will you know that you're, like, where do you see this going? And I said to her, I said, when I'm in Home Depot, in the paint department, <laughs> Next to Ralph Lauren, polo <laughs> paint, loudmouth paint, and I'll know I wrote. It's it's kind of close to that, you know. Yeah. And I said that what I don't know, maybe fifteen. That would come out of the can, super <laughs> cool as you're rolling it on a yeah. wall. I don't know how that would work, but that would be awesome. Yeah, right. So but I could see that. You know, I mean, just super bright well, so colors. It's, it's I close, mean, right? Yeah. I mean, it's close. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about Atonic and the partnership there. Oh, uh, I, I don't know if. Dave, you have the same problem, but you know we've got all these pants, and I'm afraid even if you go into the shoe department, the men's shoe department at Hagen Oaks, you're only going to see white and black and brown. I mean, that's really pretty much it. Even uh, almost 20 years ago, I wish I could. I thought men needed colorful shoes, you know, blue suede shoes, whatever. But uh, it's difficult to find pan- uh, shoes that match your pants. Yep. Absolutely. So. Yeah. I think every loudmouth super fan probably just owns a white pair of shoes and a black pair of shoes, and they hope that they just that goes with it. But right. finally, we found a partner to to make some colorful shoes, and I've got a pair right here. Let's bring them out. Yeah. I think we need to see these. I mean, look at this. There are no golf shoes wow. out there like this. For those right. listening, this is a uh, orange tigered. A uh, golf shoe with some cool uh, black trim around the uh, back heel cup. Made by a tonic, but with branded with loudmouth. Loud yes, yeah. yeah, so, uh, so it's a, a partnership. Yes, yeah, it's uh, Stable Loud. I yeah. like I like yeah. that I like that name. I got a chance to see these at the NGBA show uh, two weeks ago in oh. Dallas, and um, there's a USA version 
that's super cool, red, mm -hmm. white, and blue. With uh, it's it's awesome as well. How many um, colorways? Uh, right now, there's uh, four. Nice. Four. Um, we've got just black and white mm -hmm. uh, zebra stripes, and I think those can go with anything. It's kind of odd to wear loud pants of any color and then put some black and white uh, zebra stripes on it. It actually looks good. Uh, but we've also got the, the orange here and uh, red, and we've got uh, sort of white and glittery silver, which uh, also will go with with uh, more pants. But I haven't thought that you know people that do wear khaki or slate gray like you're wearing, mm -hmm. and people are afraid to wear loud Actually, pants because be for fun. some yeah. reason loud pants are, is scary. But I thought e even a you know a more shy golfer could get away with some. Colorful shoes. shoes. Yeah, I remember <laughs> we used to have a brand of shoes called Shaw Shaw Shoes mm -hmm. way back in the day, right. and they had uh, I think they were black and white. Yeah, and they, with, they had flames on them. Yeah, flames. That yeah. was that was as, I would wear them. Just right. again, I'm fairly conservative, obviously. Clearly in my my own dress. You can't tell by how he's yeah. dressed today. And if you're just listening, he's literally in gray. black and gray. Yeah. So and, and the so. couch is gray. Yeah. So your matches just the facial yes. hair yes. blending right in. Exactly. Blending. Yes. Versus our guests, which are much more colorfully right. like marissa but, tomei but would the say, shasha oh, shoes that, that's, something, <laughs> I, that's something i would jump in and and do because it's a it's a drop it's a taste I, a i'm taste. not sure i could pull yes. that off personally but yes yeah but that also brings up the point of our shirts in that when we do our fancy shirts we call it loudmouth upside down because instead of having the wildness down below you've got it up on top right so again those same people that aren't going to dive in with both feet can get a taste of our shirts that are fancy, yeah. that have patterns on them. So that's another product that we've done well with. Now let's let's just talk about that. Do you, so you have because when I think of loudmouth, probably because of Ed and his 144 pair of <laughs> loudmouth shorts that Thank I you see him in, uh, you know, every day. Do you have? Um, uh, the shirts, and then do you have more of the solid yes. shorts to go the opposite direction? Not solid Not shorts, Not but we no. did. We did a while about ago, about three or four years ago, and and they sold pretty well. And we're thinking about coming out with uh, with some more solids now too. Okay, yeah, we had some white, some lime, some yellow. Mm -hmm. But in the polo shirts, yeah. colors in every you know color kind to match, to right match all of the bottoms. Which, yeah, yeah, that's that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. but then Our, we, but then we have patterns. Also, like we have our flag pattern, we have our skull grotto pattern, mm -hmm. you know, that we have that again that people can wear with solid bottoms. Yeah, what is your website name if people uh, want to order direct? Uh, loudmouthgolf.com. Loudmouth yeah. But I come should, to Hagen Oaks, yeah, and buy the stuff there. I, I should mention too that you know, we're talking about guys' pants and all that kind of stuff. Um, in our store, we sell almost as much women's loudmouth as we do men's loudmouth. The the squirt phenomenon has been big business for you guys, right? Mm -hmm. a, a little funny story, you know. After um, uh, Larry Jackson, who was a former customer of mine, bought into the company and we became partners. This was about around 2006-2007. Um, almost right away, we argued about doing stuff for women. Because it was just strictly for men, and I, I didn't want to do it. Uh, Larry says, "Absolutely, you have to do it." But at the time, this was like the tipping point where I'm asking guys to dress up like this, which is quite a big ask, sure. right? And I thought, if that guy who decided to buy some pink pants with polka dots on it, 
and he shows up to a golf course to play, um, you know, fearing ridicule, right? Also saw a woman dressed up in the same pattern, that that would be like, well, I'm never going to wear that again. That's women's wear. I was, I was fearful of that. But it turns out, you know, after JD showed up and there was more acceptance, like, yeah, sure, we're all going to have fun. They're all kindred spirits yeah. at that point. Men and ladies, you know. And, and at the time, I also thought that, you know, women could buy loud stuff anywhere. Um, but there is something a little bit more edgy or a little louder um, about loudmouth skirts yeah. instead of uh, maybe some well, and to, for those playing in team events or you know I was going to say my wife and I we yeah, have yeah, good examples um, I've but also men doing Ryder Cup events you know they have they can do the patriotic flag on one side and dress the you know the pro can go I want the other team to look as you know wild as possible and get something way out there yeah um, or you know ladies team play we do a number of those where the ladies they all travel around to different courses and they have to have their uniforms and so loudmouth really makes it distinct. Yeah. Same with high school teams. And I don't know if it's still in the line, but I know a couple of years ago when I was at the PGA show, I didn't go last year. I really liked the ladies' uh, uh, giants that you had. The, oh, we still have it. The San Francisco Giants. Mm -hmm. I was like, that is super cool. I thought that was a really cool outfit that you guys had. So I, I was wrong, you know. Yeah, <laughs> they're so. allowed to tell me every point that out every it's once in a while. So you were well, like twice. 2008. Yeah. But that's probably where you were wrong. Where you were really glad you were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> the one time. Happy little accidents as well, Russell. I'm a husband say, too, so. so I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> <laughs> know about Not that. touching that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Are these shoes out now? Yes. Very yeah, cool. just to start yeah. shipping. And the uh, one that you saw at the NGBA? I don't know. I think they were talking about uh, next, uh, closer to July, but yeah, but I don't know that for sure. So. Okay. Yeah. It takes a long time to make shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any designs that you want to bring back that were? Uh, yeah. Probably a lot of them. Huh? Well, right. I mean, a lot of people that, at least to our website, you know, 60% of the people that come to our website are new. Uh, Google Analytics tells us that. And, uh, They've never seen Captain Thunderbolt, or they've never seen Shagadelic Black. And so uh, I think I was doing the math last night. I think probably since 2007, we've done about 500, over 500 designs. I mean, wow. That's a yeah. lot oh, design. my gosh. Crazy. So, um, crazy good. That's know, a testament I'm, to your creativity. I, that's yeah. my first thought. Um, it doesn't seem like I'm lazy, considering that. But, uh, <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> and, and it came from the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> you, can tell that, you can tell your wife that when she suggests it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not, uh, uh, you know, but, but I'm also pragmatic. I'm thinking, boy, that's a lot of designs that maybe 60% of the people that come to the website have never seen before. Yeah. Um, although Ed... <laughs> has seen him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. He's but, been slacking. There's like 350 he doesn't have. That's I not know. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> You'll have to remind him. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So we're bringing that. We're bringing back some uh, some greatest hits uh, along with some new stuff for next year for well, sure. That, next year we're doing it a little bit differently. Also, is that we can book any of the patterns for delivery whenever you want it. So you can pick Captain Thunderbolt for March, or you can pick Captain Thunderbolt for October. Yeah. So we're, we have some repeat patterns coming out. We have a lot of new fabulous ones. But you can have delivery whenever you want it. Yeah. So that's nice. That's Just have cool. to book it 90 days in advance. But 
we can do it for you. Yeah. And my last question, which you may have already answered, which was, what does the future hold for Loudmouth? And I think, you know, paint right down, you know, <laughs> Home Depot's oh. alley, you know, there, there it is, the penultimate. Uh, <laughs> well, I think, uh, you know, we, of course, started in golf, and we're still firmly grounded in golf, but uh, anyone who's worn these to, to play golf in, but then, you know, ended up going to a restaurant afterwards or a party or a ball game or whatever, it's more fun being out there just in public with the pants. Yeah. Um, and a lot of us will put a sport coat on, right? Because we're going out to eat or we're going to a party and uh, a Christmas party for sure. Um, and that's when that's when the fun really begins. So I, I think this is a, a lifestyle brand that started in golf. And I think that's the key is to tell people that, hey, you don't have to golf to, to have this much fun in in these designs it's, uh, it's I mean you go to a party or a ball game I just watched the uh, when the Houston Astros beat the Yankees uh, in game five there was they were painting the crowd and some like fans had a big MVP sign up for for Bregman and they're wearing a Houston Astros loudmouth suits uh. sport coat pants mm -hmm. I mean it looked fantastic and I'm looking at the TV going oh, that's loudmouth so it had nothing to do with golf yeah. at all yeah. And I think that's that's what the future is for us is to uh, is to go to beyond golf. Uh, Jennifer, you mentioned the Giants patterns. Well, Lucille, the mascot, has a loudmouth outfit, that's which awesome. it wears every so often. It's fun to yeah. see. At my local gas station, they don't know my name, but I'm Mr. Fancy Pants. <laughs> that's how they know me. Hey, here's Mr. Fancy Pants. You will be forever now with us too. <laughs> yes, <by the> <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming oh. in and joining us today, Lou. Yeah, appreciate thank it. you. And love you guys. You know We love that. you, too. Yeah. Uh, and with that, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back with our Jack Burgeroni experience. Mom's Beef Hash has a first name. It's from a can we see. But we all have another name. We call it untasty. We hate to eat it every day. And but if you, you ask us why, we'll say... Cause mama's hash tastes like trash and we should feed it to the dog. Welcome to the Jack Burgeroni Experience! Alright. Well, I'm back. Yep. I made my oh, rounds. you left, huh? Yes. Well... What, you didn't notice? Thanks. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> well, the, the staff noticed because we had a little fun time with a couple of, couple of good little scares. Are you going to tell us? Nah. I hear he scared a bunch of those chocolate donuts off the table. Yeah, I, what what, did, me, so. I came back and it uh, looks like you guys have been busy. I thought you were doing an interview, not having lunch back over here. <laughs> no, it's good. I, I see some things missing for sure, and I have yet to have one, but maybe that'll change before. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, who would be in your perfect foursome? There, we're going to talk foursome. Godly. We're going to talk foursomes today. You mean golf? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Who well, would be your perfect foursome? Our dream foursome. Our dream foursome. All right. Hey, we haven't <laughs> even talked about my threesome yet. <laughs> Who would be in your dream foursome? Um, You're are one we of those talking, people. So let's clarify. Just regular yeah, let's, dream foursome. Are, are, I'm do go they have to be alive? No, living or dead. Living or dead. And, and are we talking like celebrities or like just family? Why, or, no, I'm going to ask all sorts of maybe a few different ways but let's just start with living or dead who's your ultimate force of to play around a golf yes. and where would you want to play it Kenny? <laughs> I don't care. 
All right. Um, and please feel free to answer on your own. Leave a um, leave a comment, and um, and we'll report those later too. All right. Let's start. Go. So I probably have like two different answers because you kind of have like a family answer and then kind of a oh my gosh, you are already answer. thinking too much. I have I have versions later on, so just go. All right, so probably, I yeah. it, so family wise, it's probably my dad, it's probably Bill. I've had more fun playing golf with him than anyone on the planet probably, and probably my pal Chris Roberts, who is a musician in Nashville. He he could bring the whole music element and tie golf and music together for me and me. So that'd be my four, probably. Okay, great. Bill. She doesn't care what my answer is. No, I, I don't think so. <laughs> well, first of all, so is he get he's he gets two foursomes or just or that's his one? That's his that's his first answer. I know, but clearly I, I barely got the three that I spit out. So yeah. Okay, so I'll start first the other way and just about all time golf greats okay. th that you know would be a dream from someone that you idolize and. You can't follow. say Jeff Nicholas three times. I'm not going to say that, but so myself, my longtime golf idol, Jack Nicholas. Um, I love to follow Phil Mickelson. I have all these years. So, and then um, I think I could say my fourth is probably going to be um, Arnold Palmer. Okay. Yeah. You... So two two great uh, from the past, and then. Current great, and then myself. Awesome. Do you guys care who I want to play with? Sure. You don't play golf. I know I don't play golf, so it's not like these are more people who I kind of want to hang out with. So she's really going to have four names because then she wouldn't have to play. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> She'd drive the cart. <laughs> All right, I didn't let's think hear about that. But I should. So I said my dad because I don't get to hang out with him nearly as much. Oprah because she'd be fun. Okay. okay. And Mr. Rogers, because he's dead, but you could do living or dead. Mr. Rogers? I think Mr. Rogers would be really, really, really cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The kind yeah. of sweater? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's Is there a golf course in this neighborhood? No. <laughs> so wait, that's three. And I, oh, well, Kenny said you were going to actually do four. I know, because okay. that, was, that was rude. So, yeah. okay, so are we going to get, I mean, that's I not fair. You two are doing sentimental... And family choices, and, and here weird. I just pick. I don't and weird. play. Yeah, yeah, what? I know. But and weird. <laughs> These aren't weird. These are just what we want. Okay, next, next, because I like this. I didn't think this was going to take very long, so I made a couple of different versions of this. Okay. Okay, uh, who would be in your perfect foursome? This is for you too, audience. Uh, one athlete, one singer, one actor. Boom. So since I made this up, I'll go first because I thought about this. One athlete, I thought, and once again, I don't really play, so I'm doing it for people who I thought would be fun. I put Chichi Rodriguez. <laughs> Is he still alive? Yes. Yes. Okay. Athlete. <laughs> Poor Chichi. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Man, man. Uh, one singer, Garth Brooks. I thought he'd be fun. And one actor, Bill Murray. So, boom. There you go. Uh, oh, and you guys have to vote and tell us which of our answers on these are, like, the winner. So, basically, I think I win. But, um, and you guys haven't gone yet. But, Ken, who's yours? 
One uh, athlete, one singer, one actor. Well, you know, Billy mentioned his golf idols. Mine was Payne Stewart. When I was a kid, I wore plus four Snickers in all of the junior golf events I would because I thought he was the greatest ever. So It was always great stopping at a fast food place after a tournament <laughs> and Kenny and I walking into the fast food place when he's wearing bright yellow Knickers. Yes. We, we didn't get looks at all. No. Okay, uh-huh. and I will just say that I started dating him when he would wear Knickers and I was so not into golf at that point in time at all and thought he looked like the biggest dork on the face of so, the planet. True love prevailed, however. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, because yeah, yes. yeah, that was a, quite the look. It's an appropriate topic as we're talking about loudmouth pants, I think. So, yeah, that yeah. was that was. You were way ahead look. of your time, Kenny. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so Payne, uh, clearly Johnny Cash, he's my all time hero. Okay. Uh, and actor, I'd probably say Steve Martin for some uh, comedic element uh, to the foursome. All right. That's, I'll, I'll give you that. That's a decent. That's, that's a decent a, group. That's an eclectic foursome right there. But All yeah. right. Bill, you're um, up. Athlete, singer, actor. Athlete, uh, my football idol, John Elway, who's All also right. a great golfer, by the way. Terrible GM. <laughs> Super Bowl, <laughs> recent Super Bowl champion, Super yeah. Bowl 50. I think he's he knows what he's doing. Just currently they're struggling a little bit. A little bit. Um, actor, kind of going the uh, comedy route with Kenny. Of course, Jennifer did too with Bill Murray, but... John Candy was one of my heroes. Oh, there you go. not around. Yeah. He also was a... Uh, Playing strains and automobiles. Yep, a good, a good player. Those aren't two billows. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's classic. Um, and then singer. I don't I don't know any singers. Who, who, who do I listen to? Give me a singer. Uh, Julie Andrews. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Julie Andrews. Why would I to. like Julie Andrews? Because you have the weirdest... Girl, teenage girl taste of music that ever lived. I what teenage them. girls listen to Julie Andrews? I love musicals. Back in the old days, they used to. Yeah, I, I, I love musicals. What can I say? So I'll, I'll just defer and go to, go to Kenny. So I know I'm going to get all the votes for this one, right? No. John Elway, Julie Andrews, and John Candy. I'm all gonna, right, I, we, need a, we need to put up a poll. <laughs> Okay. Can you imagine walking, driving up to a golf course and the four of them going off the first tee? You're like, huh. That's kind of weird. <laughs> All right. I love Julie Andrews, but I'm replacing her with Rodney Dangerfield. That's my that's my As a singer? Addition. No, as the actor. No, oh. as the singer. As a singer. As a, as a singer, yeah. yeah that's what's right. the difference? It's okay. I can do what? whatever I want. It's my group. All right. Yeah. What did he ever sing? Nothing. That's hey, I get no respect. That's what he's saying. <laughs> okay. Last one. One author, one historical figure. One person of your choice. Boom. I'll go first. Author, John Sanford. Pray series. Uh, Benjamin Franklin. I think he'd be super interesting. And then Robin Williams. So, uh, I'm sorry. What are the three again? <laughs> Author, historical figure, and who? Person of your choice. Oh, I will, I'll, I'll let it be. Not a comedian. Uh, just whoever. Yep, whoever you want. Uh, that's... I don't know why you get to go first. Those are the same three that I was going to choose. I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first just because I'm kind of springing this on you guys. You're the host. Well, yeah. I don't know if I'm the host, but I'm springing it on you. Well, you are, and that's not fair. You've been thinking about this for days. Uh, uh, right I've been top, thinking so. about it for minutes. Okay. Uh, okay. Who's ready? Well, who's right. ready? Bill, are you ready, Ken? I think I can go. So, okay. Stuart Woods, he's my favorite uh, yeah. fiction author ever, everything that he's ever uh, written. Um, I don't want to downplay your author, but not as good as John Sanford. But, right, uh-huh. go ahead. but a better general manager than John Elway. So, 
Um, and then uh, historical figure, I'd probably do, you know, like, uh, you know, Franklin Roosevelt or Abraham Lincoln. Somebody. Yeah, that's you know. two. You got it. Come on. All right, Franklin Roosevelt, and then. That's uh, not historical enough. No, you don't think so. Really, we're going to well, okay. judge on that. Fine. All right. Um, we're going to judge based on who you chose as a singer. I don't know. Could, <laughs> could Jesus be your third? You could actually just clear the that's, water yeah. and not have it hit through the water there and you go. hit it, and that'd be pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. That was your third? That's legit your third? Yeah. Again, the weirdest foursome that ever went out and played golf. Okay, but that's yeah. more weird than mine. So, right. author it. would be Stephen King. <laughs> I mean, we're, we are doing Near our Halloween, Halloween yeah. episode. Yeah, okay. Some great I think books. you're trying to pad the votes, but whatever. It's okay. Uh, historical figure. Um, geez, should I go back to the uh, Revolutionary War like Jennifer just did? Or how about Abraham Lincoln? Okay. Right? And uh, someone of my choice. Yeah. Just my choice. Yeah. Oh. Can't uh, be someone you already chose, though. Can't be someone I already chose. Is this where you drop Angie and get some no. white No. Yeah. No. You can play with her whenever you want. Wait. <laughs> yeah, that's not what she meant. <laughs> okay, yeah, since we're talking about that, I'll choose Ken Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I'll go there either. Now that is what <laughs> <laughs> I'm sharing the cart with Abe. Okay. All right. Alrighty, and on that note, we want to know your guys's favorite foursome. Who would you guys want to play with? I don't know how to say this without it sounding weird. No matter how I try, but leave your comments. We want to hear them. Um, we know you can all come up with some better groups than the three of us just did. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm very oh, yeah. confident. I think so too. Yeah. Um, we actually have some uh, bonus content for you guys this week. If you go uh, to our uh, YouTube channel, Morton Golf Sales, or it might be easier for you to find us if you go to, we have a website now, hazelrocketspodcast.com, um, where you will find that we have put together a very special Halloween episode where our very own spirit snoopers uh, investigated the tailor-made ghost putter. Ghost putter. There is a special uh, appearance, I believe, by both Ken Morton Jr. Uh, actually, I think that's an anonymous appearance by you. Um, but Bill, I think you're you made an appearance yeah. on there where we see you. Yeah, I was haunted. You were haunted. Yeah, you're all about to be haunted if you watch this. Yeah, too, exactly, yeah. it's scary in all the wrong ways. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you'll check us out there ruining our set and with that we want to thank you for listening to this week's Hazel Rockets with Jen Ken and Bill if you like our show and want to know more check us out at hazelrocketspodcast.com or leave us a review on Apple join us next week when we have the folks from Sun Mountain here in studio with us thanks again thank we'll you. see you then bye, -bye. bye.